This is Christine, and you all know the drill by now. We're about to wrap up Act 3 of Chronicles of the Gatekeeper in this season of Heroes of the Hydean Way. Send in your questions about the end of the season, our characters, and our experiences to heroes at heroesattheheideanway.com, or reach out to us on Discord. Now, with that out of the way, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. This is Master Obi-Wan Kenobi. I regret to report that both our Jedi Order and the Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. Trust in the force. They've outgrown their age of rebellion, dulled the Empire's edge. Defeated Imperial generals and the Pirate Queen's dredge. They've been soldiers and scoundrels, what's there left to be? How about Lasaka life, looking for their force and destiny? There's a seer, hermit, investigator, and teacher better. Watch your back, or a vibe, or a ring's gonna reach you. Will this team find the light, or will darkness win the day? Find out with the heroes of the Hadian way. Previously on Heroes of the Hydean Way, Hillary, Cash, Skip, and Koba arrived on Moravan to meet Soldier Ward. They found him in an arena where he invited them to come closer and speak. Both sides brought their own pain, confusion, and turmoil, Ward remembering what he left and the heroes recalling the disasters they found in his wake. While Hillary and Cash tried their own tack, Skip and Koba despaired of achieving anything and began to redirect their attention to alternative solutions. The conversation fell apart, and the four turned to leave, but more pressing concerns appeared in the sky above. Imperial Inquisitor Carl had arrived. Join the heroes this week as they witness a more dramatic entrance. Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a Star Wars actual play podcast, and we're playing in Fantasy Flight Games' Force and Destiny system. This adventure is inspired by Chronicles of the Gatekeeper, as developed by Tim Cox and Max Brook. This is Act 3, Episode 16, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. And I'm Kesh, the Trandoshan Mystic Seer and Neiman Disciple. I'm Koba, the Doug Sentinel Investigator, slash she an expert. I'm, I'm Skip, and I'm personally a little confused as to why you're a disciple and you're an expert. Because, you know, Kesh is older, so I feel like Kesh should also be the expert. Either way, I'm a Kalaran Seeker Hermit Kalaran Striker, which is not a not an expert either, but but that's okay. Look, there's a difference between practical application of skills and belief in a certain set of tenets. Exactly. Really, they have nothing to do with each other. Yes. I'm pretty sure Kesh and Koba both think they're insulting the other, but, but we're just like, we don't care. I also want to point out nobody ever questions the seer or the investigator parts of our titles. Yeah. Well, because that makes a lot of sense. We've seen you do it. Yeah. Multiple times for both. Yeah. We all, we all have eyes. We can see. <laughs> okay. I'm going to remember this, Koba. <laughs> that sounds like foreshadowing. Foreshadowing? <laughs> That, that is that is one of the options on the critical hit table. <laughs> and I'm Hillary. I am 
and Alina, and everything's just, it's just been moving so fast, and I think we're all just trying to catch up. To learn more about our heroes, we get one to ask another question. And it is now Skip's turn. Hey, Cash. Yes, Skip? A long time ago, well, I... mm. Actually, I don't have a really good grasp of how long ago this was. It feels like years, but I think it was actually right? only a couple of months. Anyway, um, I asked you a long time ago, in my mind at least, uh, when did you know that you were a wizard? And you know you answered that and everything, so I'm not asking you that again. But what I want to know is, when did you know what you had to do with that? Did it take a really long time after you realized you were a wizard, or was it sort of instantaneous? It, it was... It was pretty soon afterwards. Um, I guess you could say I was already looking for a sign at that point. I was, for all intent and purposes, retired. And um, so as soon as I started being able to move things, uh, I knew I had to do something with it. I knew it wasn't safe to stay where I was. So it didn't really take me that long. Is, is that unusual? Should I have uh, like really thought about it? No, I'm mostly just trying or? to figure out if I'm just really behind the curve here. Because you all sort of have your stuff figured out and I'm a little confused. But that's okay. It's not, I, it's I, not a question I, for me. Uh, so I'm going to stop talking. That's because you're the protagonist of the spinoff. <laughs> does, does that mean Skip's not the protagonist of this story? Uh, oh, no. I think, I, mean, he, I think he means that Cash is the protagonist of the spinoff. I've, I've amended my theory based upon information that has come, uh, come out of the investigation thus far. Oh, see, investigating. <laughs> nice callback to both of our careers, Skip. See, investigating. <laughs> I can't be the protagonist because I'm the wacky sidekick that provides colorful commentary. That's yeah. not protagonist material. It's true. Skip is at best and. Amateur antagonist. Oh, then, then who who's the protagonist? The professional antagonist. Are any of us getting paid? So our destiny pool for this session consists of four light side points and two dark side points. We left with the four heroes turning their back on Ward and starting to walk off to prepare for Carl's arrival in the thin air of. Moribund, we hear the high-pitched scream of a TIE fighter coming towards the arena. The red sky has calmed for the moment, and you can see all the way up to the stars the diamond and triangle of a imperial light cruiser hangs high up in the atmosphere, and the speck of a TIE fighter comes closer and closer. You can see the curved wings of the TIE fighter coming towards and a speck of something on top of it. Cash, you want to see it? What's on top of that TIE fighter? <laughs> what can, what's your cash I see? <laughs> is this jerk surfing on a TIE fighter? That, that, that is what <laughs> it looks surf! like. surf! I... <sighs> well, well, my, uh... Uh, I, I could try to see what this figure top of TIE Fighter is going to do, but at the current range, I doubt I'll get enough force pips to do it. It is moving very quickly towards you. 
technically it's an advanced prototype. Uh, should we mm. grab some cover? It's advanced. Because, you know, a TIE fighter could also just shoot us all. I don't see any cover that's going to stop a TIE fighter. Wait a minute, can I get a clarifier? Are we back outside then? I thought uh, we were I mean, still... You're in, in the uh, middle of the arena. arena which so is open. We, oh, we could, we could, I did not catch that. We could open. head okay. back to the uh, back to the entrance, get back inside, where we fought the, uh, the shades. To be fair, if we roll around on the ground, we'll be the same color as all the dirt anyway. I mean, to be fair, there's been so much sand kicked up we're already about that color. See? Just be still. They'll think we're a statue. How far are we from getting back inside? Like, is is it a sprintable distance? I'm figuring it's at about long range. Are there any st- structures or walls to this coliseum thing, or is it just a pit? There are stands. I'm thinking gladiator, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Then we can just, like, suck up to the sides. Uh, I don't think this is gonna work, but for argument's sake... And at least try to use it one more time. I guess I'm going to try to roll uh, Ward's Foresight. I was hoping you were going to use Move nope. to grab the TIE Fighter and throw him into the ground. I mean, I could try that too, but I also might become evil. <laughs> so, my, my options are a little limited. Well, uh, Ward's Foresight only works out to a, to what, in a short range? So, that's that's no good. <laughs> I'm not going to spend those points. Currently, neither Ward nor Carl are at that distance. Yes, it does look like Carl is riding atop his TIE fighter. The lid on it is closed. You can't really see inside. There might be a pilot or not. They wear that black outfit. Yeah. Unless you get light just perfect. Who knows? But I, I always got the vibe the TIEs had at least some rudimentary autopilot. Yeah. And it's a cape that goes down to his waist. Like you've seen a few times, is billowing as best as it can in the wind and you can start making them out it's long range for you to get to any of the sides of the arena the throne of wards is right in the absolute middle of it and it does look like the TIE fighter is starting to maneuver a little bit directing in on the sandy center of the arena well run or stay decide now hey skip hmm Give us some cover. I'm trying to think of how many times I've used it so far. Um, and if I have a note about whether or not I ever committed a die. I think I committed a die. I think you had a die committed, yes. Yeah, we had a die. I had a die committed before we entered the place. Which was to get rid of sand near you. Yeah. At the moment, the air has cleared of sand. I was trying to figure out how much I had to work with, which I only have two force dice to work with right now. Oh, gross. Okay. Um, yeah, but you like drop dropping uh, committed die is a free action. Oh, you can. Dr- I oof. I thought that just meant that you kind of took it out of your pool until like the next time you slept or something. Oh no, uh-uh. I don't it's know just why until I thought you that. Thankfully, it's not. Oh, that bad. okay. That's why I was. I mean, I, I do think going to sleep does make it go away, so that you can't like. Okay, that's why I was sitting here, like, doing this, figuring... Okay, so okay. you said, Yeah, but wouldn't it be best if we just separated and go went to two different sides? That way, if that thing starts shooting, it only can... You know what? Good call. All right, fine. And Skip is going to try to bubble sand. Are we... We're all still clustered, right? Yeah. 
Okay. Yes, currently. I was figuring short range, but yeah. Okay, so yeah, so Skip is going to reach up and pull some of the sand from the floor of this Coliseum place into a sort of swirling bubble above us. Typing that into my Google Docs is not helpful to anyone. <laughs> uh, I've got two light sword points to play with and four dark side points to play with. I. How many do you feel like I need for this operation? I can never tell if there's like a, a difficulty. Two seems about right. I don't like all you're doing is trying to make a dome of sand around you, right? Two does seem about right. Okay, so so Skip reaches up and and you know is is swirling the sand above us in a in a dome. Okay, but this is a really short term plan. Dude, does anybody have any better ideas than this right now? Because this is this is just sand. We wait until he lands and then we kill him. Okay. Okay. If he doesn't land, I'll make sure he does. Cash, would you like <laughs> to assist that landing? Well, yes, I think I would. I want to check one of the rules on my things. Are you going to assist me? Because as an action, I can suffer force strain and let one ally within short range increase the ally's force rating by the amount equal to the character's force rating until the end of the round. Okay, so that would, what, give me six? I have four. Seven force times. (laughs) Do you have more force rating than all of us, Leslie? Yeah. Y'all keep... Getting into fights. Well, and, and te- teacher up. as a tree is, as I recall, built to give you easier access to force rating because of this ability. Wow. Mm-hmm. So when Carl reaches medium range, I guess I, I'm going to stretch out, try to grab the tire fighter, and bring it crashing down into the arena, not at us, but you know. A safe distance away. Carl is going to drop down, and it looks like as he's getting closer, like he'd be at roughly extreme range to you, mm-hmm. at the edge of say close range for planetary. Okay. Using a destiny point and attempting to do a power slide with the fighter. Good gravy. Actually, kind of barely. I'm a little surprised. They're able to get at least enough sense to see that there's a disturbance in the center. What they're going to be attempting to do is use the TIE Fighter's guns to shoot around the outside of the arena floor, trying to take away the ability to run into the lower sections of the arena. Uh, okay, so that sounds like an excellent time to try to knock that out of the air. Okay. How do we want to handle which which action happens first? Can can we have rolled to regain strain between things? Yeah, I will totally go with that. Because I only have like three strain hanging out from way back when, but I'd like the opportunity to not have it before we do this. Okay, you said they're still at extreme range personnel scale, right? Yeah, yeah, that is unlikely to work, but technically possible. I mean, heck, <laughs> Leslie. <laughs> Seven force rating. You can just force unleash a star destroyer out of the sky. I figure. <laughs> I mean that, that that's the thing of of if they're starting to fire on us, I think Cash would try, and we'll see yeah. where, how this turns out. Is that is that fair? 
Yeah, I'm figuring that that's fair. Okay. Um, the piloting roll that got done was a one success, two threat, and a triumph. So I'm figuring that they are able to do at least get into the power slide orbit of the arena. Yeah. So I, I think sort of where our um, our camera is you know, first focused on the TIE Fighters, it begins that cool power slide, and we start seeing that green glow begin to emit at the front of the blasters, where we then cut to Kesh stretching out her hand, Hillary assisting her, and with kind of a moment of of panic when she realizes that Carl's about to fire and she doesn't know exactly where he's aiming. She's going to yep. try to pull it down into the arena. Okay. Okay. Five, six, seven. I like the dichotomy of Kesh probably looks pretty cool doing this where Skip has their hands raised, swirling the sand looking very uncomfortable. And I like to think that Gudge is just like clinging to the back of their neck, like maybe squeaking a little bit, like doesn't like this sand swirling above their heads at all. Also, it's it's messing with their hover hover pattern, yeah. Am I really rolling the force dice, or do I need to roll any kind of skill check as well? If I remember correctly, you don't normally have to roll a discipline check on... On normal parts of move, no. It's, it's usually yeah. if there's uh, opposition. Or you're trying to hit someone with it. No, I'm thinking that he can do this. Okay. All right, we're going to try. That Whoa. seems about right. <laughs> Whoa! Good. Well, of course. Uh, two light side pips and seven dark side pips. Oh my gosh. But this is a cool moment. It's probably a mistake. But uh, I think with that moment of, of fear, that panic that starts to enter her brain, Cash just taps into it and does it anyway. Or will attempt to do it anyway. <gasps> See how many pips I actually need. Tie fighter is what? Um, Silhouette three. Okay, so I need need one one lightsaber pip to activate. But we start off at zero, right? Yep. So yeah. second light side pip gets me to silhouette two. First dark side pip gets me to silhouette four. So I would okay. have enough then. And then I need one dark side pip to increase range band to medium. One to long. One to extreme. So I'm at six pips total spent and four of those were dark side pips i think i've done my math correctly here yeah that sounds about right because I, I have range one strength two so okay so i'm gonna take four conflict and four strain well i mean it's only fair i took four strain to give you those yep and uh pull that tie fighter straight into the ground so it's doing the power slide it is starting to shoot i'm changing what carl is going to attempt to do so with the TIE Fighter going out from under him, he is still on top trying to ride it down because it's pretty much just getting thwunked and get drawn close to you. If it had just gone straight down, it would have been outside the arena. Now it's coming towards you and coming towards the sand. Yeah, correct. It looks like it is trying to come in and belly lands, starts spinning over, but it looks like just before it starts to hit. Half to ride it in, half to well, a quarter to look cool doing it. You're pulling the TIE Fighter in. It's getting closer and closer and closer. Just before it starts to hit, you see him leap up into his uh, spinning dual lightsaber 
and he's able to use it essentially as a parachute to come down. He does it almost at the last moment, having to essentially tuck and roll after it. <laughs> Athletics check, which surprisingly he makes. He lands and does a somersault as the TIE fighter itself comes rolling the Two curved wings just go flying off to the sides. The ball itself bounces once and then essentially shatters like an egg. Pieces of it start disintegrating everywhere, of which you do not see an internal pilot. I suppose that means that Cash is a force to be reckoned with. (sighs) (laughs) Cash is going to ignite her blade and start walking to where Carl landed. Koba will follow Kesh. Did the whole shooty thing actually happen? Like, the the escape routes are... It started to, it was able to hit one, and then it got yanked out, and it got, the shooting got disrupted. All right, we we all head over. Even Hillary will pull out the old saber. Remember to enter your passcode. (laughs) Oh, for the love of... Click, click. It's just a safety feature. Don't know why everyone's so down on safety features. Yeah, Skip will drop the the sand barrier and isn't going to light the axe yet, but will follow. All right. How has Ward reacted to any of this? Ward had leapt into the stands uh, at the very end (laughs) of last episode. Yeah, because I threatened to tie him up. So Ward's more like watching from a distance right now. For the moment, Ward seems to be watching from a distance. Gotcha. You're not entirely certain where he is. As you're stalking towards Carl, you're going through the wreckage of this TIE fighter, and like there's a seat to your right, an ion engine that is still attempting to go forward and just causing a tiny bit of sand to melt as it starts settling more and more and it starts sputtering. Different pieces are smoking this black acrid smoke. There's Carl helmet on. His armor looks slightly duller than the last time you saw it. Otherwise he is standing there in his inquisitor armor, waiting for the four of you to come to him. At the moment I'm going to go with, uh, you've been walking, you've gone through the wreckage, now I'd say you're at about medium range. You want to try to talk this one down too, Hillary? I don't think that's really going to be an option. He's kind of been actively murdering people recently, so... I'd like to not have to kill him, but I'd also like for him not to kill us. He shrugs with a weak smile. I have a feeling he's not going to be in a talking mood in a moment. Our marching order, are we like doing the four abreast? With dramatic wind, or we kind of clump together like we're in a school hallway. I I like the dramatic, like we're we're in a line. You know, we we get our, our like action hero shots. Okay, cool. Then uh, Hillary will look across the three of you, and then you know he can't really look at himself the same way. <laughs> but Hillary will look across at the party. For what it's worth, I'm sorry for the complications, but I'm not sorry that we uh, became family. Yeah. You're all right. High praise. If nobody has an opener for Carl, 
Uh, well, if we're up. if we're done uh, saying our 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 not not not, not goodbyes. goodbyes, I suppose. No, no, no goodbyes. Cub's gonna throw his lightsaber. Yes, I love it. All right. <laughs> so you're throwing a Carl. Carl is a adversary three. You're at medium, so are we starting combat then? For initiative purposes, I am going to roll ward in. Uh, does Carl have any defense? Carl has one defense. Yeah, so Koba ignites his uh, crossguard saber and gives it a good uh, fling. And that's going to be three successes, three threat. I will flip a light side point and suffer a strain in a conflict to get the second pip I need to make sure that the saber both hits and returns. All right. Which one are you throwing? The crossguard saber. It does more damage. Okay. All right. So how much damage is that? That will be nine damage breach and sunder for what that's worth. I guess I'm not activating sunder. Nine damage breach one. You throw it. It starts getting in close to Carl. And that was nine damage? Yep. What he'll do is, since he is standing there, he's down to the one blade. He doesn't have both out. As it comes in, his blade comes up to hit the swirling blade coming at him so that it hits his shoulder. It looks like it sparks, but it doesn't look like it goes in. Is that to say that he soaked all the damage? Between, like, Reflect and... Reflect and his new Kurtosis armor, yes. Fair enough. Not surprising. You guys got more experience. He got armor. Yep. Uh, as the saber comes back, Koba will, like, somersault into the air to catch it and land with, you know, both sabers bared, ready for some initiative. Yeah. Will this be Vigilance or Cool? For the four of you, it really should be Cool. Like, you're there, you're doing the big dang hero thing of walking in as a line. That's fair. <laughs> Dad gum. I got a success and an advantage, and I'll, and two light slide pips. I will burn for my auto success from Ward's Foresight for my first action. I got six success and an advantage. Question, nice. can that advantage take away a strain? <laughs> Sadly, no. <laughs> I didn't think so, but I tried. Woo. Yeah, cool One. is like my worst thing. Yeah, most of us aren't, aren't very good at it, but it's okay. That's okay. I'm cool enough for the party. <laughs> so it seems. And I'm assuming both Ward and Carl will have actions at the bottom if they decide to take it. Oh, look, they're friends. That's <laughs> what I'm afraid of. Can I just throw quick kudos while you're doing this out to Sky Jedi for giving us little smiley faces for PCs and weird little evil purple smiley faces with, I, I assume they're horns for the uh, NPCs. They're totally mm -hmm. Devorians, yes. I, I never would have made that connection. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Our initiative is one PC, then two NPCs, then three PCs, and then those same two NPCs get to go again because they are enhanced nemesis. Yes. Any chance um, 
the round has not ended and Cash still has access to those four pips I gave her, or those four dice. It's only for the round? Yeah. This really should be a second round. Yeah, I, I think figured, we but... already took an action, so... And in a given round, characters don't get more than one, so it would go away, unfortunately. It's a shame. It would have been nice to do a, a, a force lightning blast with seven force dice. No, I was thinking protect, but yes. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Totally protect. That's we what were I was going to do. Right, type, yep. Christine. <laughs> yes, protect. Yeah, just like that scene where Palpatine puts up a force shield and says something about limited power. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yes, yes, good, good. We have one PC to go first. And you've seen that Koba's blade slicing at Carl has gone off of his armor. Hey, uh, Koba want me to try to bring him closer? Sure. Cash then is going to try to use draw closer. Okay. So this is a lightsaber attack. Yep. Uh, what is Carl's what, adversary three defense one? We determined. Correct. Oh, oh, what's the auto success? Asterisk. I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let me actually remember to do that this time. Uh, no, that's not looking. Actually, wait a minute. So actually, mm, it's an interesting question. So it it treats a lightsaber attack, but then the force parts is part of the movement. So could I still spend the light side pips to move him to engage range, even though I don't, I'm, I'm not going to hit him with the saber? Essentially, what I can see happening is you moving him to engage range, and as you're swiping, he's able to bat up with his lightsaber to deflect. Okay, I like that. So Cash reaches out, pulls Carl to us, so to engage range, uh, goes to swing, he deflects, and then... Um, I'm going to spend that advantage to get back a strain, uh, which is good, because then I'm going to go ahead and, what is it called? Use the force as your ally? Yes. How did you know? Then with my maneuver, I'm going to take two two strain, and I'm going to try to use protect in spite of my jokes earlier. Fair. Dadgum. Five successes, an advantage, two light side pips, and three dark side pips. So I need to spend two force pips to activate it. And my primary target is going to be Koba. However, um, I'm debating here. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to flip a light side point. So we were standing in a line. So assuming Koba's engaged with me, who else is engaged with me? Anybody? Skip? Hillary? Uh, who would Hillary have been standing next to? Honestly, probably Cash. Oh, right, because you did just do that thing. Yeah. Then I'm going to spend two of those dark side pips on magnitude to affect. I'm sorry, Skiff, but also myself and Hillary, since oh, we're the fine. ones within range. So I'm three of us will benefit the other from. Side of you on, on uh, from protect. So that'll be. Uh, it'll lower the damage of the next energy based weapon that hits one of us by nine because it's my willpower plus my number of successes that is pretty impressive and i'll also spend that other advantage for another strain back and that'll end kesha's turn now that i'm using ward i actually have to pay attention to ward's foresight yeah it's a little funny uh so he would roll it as part of his initiative and then get i know an auto success i didn't really get 
far enough in the tree to get more than that. I think that there's some ways to gain boosts and stuff. I think technically he has access to that, but I'm not. It's more the initiative thing. The auto success is based on the roll. And thankfully for all y'all, Carl is not technically his ally yet. We now have the two NPCs. I'm going to do Soljo first, just because he is the easiest one to sort of deal with. Mm -hmm. uh, his initial maneuver is going to be jump down in behind the four of you, because you're essentially walking away from him. So he is going to do the wonderful enhanced thing of doing the forced leap. Yeah. And attempting to get down near the four of you. He got five light side, two dark side. He is a dark side force user. He would have a third pit because of the virgins. Third pit. I forgot about that. I'm also figuring that he was on the far side. So that's at least long range, if not extreme. So three is going to get him short, medium, long. So he would be at roughly medium range behind you. Mm -hmm. Carl is now pretty much at the group. And then medium range behind you is Ward. Mm, he's going to pull and ignite his lightsaber. And he is going to his uh, center of being talent. Which Ward, for his center of being until the beginning of the character's next turn, whenever an enemy takes a melee attack targeting the character, the critical rating of the enemy's weapon counts as too higher. So he is a lot harder to crit. Okay. And you hear a cackle in behind you. <laughs> he isn't attacking. He's got his lightsaber out, but that's about it. I still don't like it, but you know. I hate him. So that's Ward. Then we have Carl. So glad that Someone had the forethought not to use the same consonant. Okay, so Carl has fought Cash. Carl has fought Coben. Carl has kind of fought Hillary. Carl has not fought Skip. So what I am thinking that Carl is going to attempt to do, he is going to attempt to throw things at uh, Skip. He is going to okay. use move. Don't forget, there's probably still some sand-based concealment. Oh, I said I dropped it. Oh, okay. I dropped it to follow you all. But what is there to throw? TIE Fighter. Wreckage. Yeah, Lots bits of wreckage. Of TIE Fighter. Oh, gross, gross, gross. I mean, otherwise it was going to be a lot harder as he tries to throw portions of the stands. But, yeah, it's just going to be, he's trying to pull a... Vader and Empire Strikes Back of throwing a bunch of tiny things at Skip. Yes, he is going to be doing a bunch of tiny things at Skip, which would do a um, auto-fire increase of difficulty. So he would be doing discipline check versus... I have no defenses. Does your saber not give you defense? Is that a thing that sabers do? Um, most sabers uh, don't. Yes. Some do. Oh, okay. uh, not that I saw in any of my notes, no. Okay, fair enough. It's usually the smaller, more like dueling style types that do that. And then he also needs to put his force rating into things. 
Well, at least I've got dark side points to use. Skip is going to be at short range to him, and Skip is also at, I'm guessing, short range to the debris, because you just kind of stepped past the debris. Mm. And there was Carl about medium range away. So it should just be a short range discipline check. I believe. Plus an increase of one. On account of Carl doing the autofire thing, trying to use multiples. So, well, he throws a bunch of stuff, but he does not hit. He gets one advantage, two light side, and three dark side. So is there just like a bunch of stuff whizzing by Skip's head? Essentially, yeah. Like, I'm not entirely certain how you want to describe Skip dodging it, but there's like at least three different pieces. Like, the flight yoke, uh, an armrest one of the display panels is going what looks to be at Skip, at least from a long camera view, and then Skip is doing something to dance out of the way, to which he is also healing a strain. Uh, I think that Skip had been staring at him pretty intensely, trying to, you know, keep that tough facade on they were talking about last last episode just super at the last minute notices that Carl's attention shifts to them and sort of just does this very surprised, whoa, sort of jumps backward. And Gudge is probably squawking in annoyance. And then that brings us to the three PCs. Anybody wants to do anything to Carl that is going to care about allies and melee ought to do it before I go. I have a question about timing of rounds and whether or not we're allowed to talk to each other in like just like a short sentence. It's more forgiving than D&D. All I really want to say is that after Skip bounces out of the way from that, they're going to just reach up and grab <laughs> Gudge and, and, and stuff them further into the hoodie pocket and yell out, I need help getting his helmet off. And that's all I'm going to say. So Kesh went first, then we've got Hillary, Koba, and Skip to go yet. Well, uh, I'll, I'll be closing into melee, so I want to give... So Skip, it sounds like, is waiting, hopefully. I, 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 yeah. think, I think the catch is three of us are engaged with with uh, Carl now. All right, I I'll just... I uh, yeah, because I, I moved Carl to to me, so Carl's in front of Cash, which I think makes Carl engaged with... Uh, Koba and Hillary as well, based on yeah. that order. And I was like to the side of Koba. Okay, I will just dive in then. Do it. I think I'm just going to. It's tempting to try something like two weapon fighting, but um, <laughs> I, I think I probably shouldn't be quite that ambitious because my my I've currently got the defensive function of sense going still from last time, but not the offensive function. I could that would take my action to set up, but then I would have it. No forced ICUs after that, but lots of lots of dodging. Unless you're going to be throwing a saber, there's no real use for it, but... Yeah, I don't I don't really have powers that are... Well, yeah. I, I can still ebb and flow. On the other hand, if you were to do it, you would then have it for the rest of the encounter. Yeah, no, I want to... I want to hold on to ebb and flow. Okay. Because that might become important... Just gonna go in with a 
regular melee attack using the cross guard lightsaber. Okay. I will I'll make an ebb check while doing this. And yeah, I think that's all I have as far as effects that I have to announce right now. All right, that is uh, one success, one threat, and two light side pips, two dark side pips. So we are looking at uh, six damage with breach. All right. And I think with the pips, I will just use the light side pips for now. And use them both to add threats to any checks made by engaged opponents until the end of the next turn. So Carl adds two threats to whatever whatever he does until the end of my next turn. So how much damage is that? Seven. He looks to move his wrist with a lightsaber to try and bat it out of the way, but he doesn't move fast enough. It doesn't look like he's... Uh, trying extremely hard. It looks like he's more dueling for a parry as opposed to it being a force-assisted thing. It cuts into him. You see that it does actually nick and you see that the blade hits Carl and actually does a bit of damage to him. Alright. does actually get past his kurtosis. And I probably should have done something with my maneuver. Uh, what do you want to do with the one threat? At the moment, especially considering you're just encountering his kurtosis, I'm figuring that a strain actually feels right. Alrighty. Yeah, I think I'm done. I don't want to. I don't want to leave. Oh, uh, <laughs> I forgot that I have this, and I don't know if it'll matter, but I'll do it anyway because I've got a maneuver. I will do a sidestep maneuver. Oh no, I just have to suffer a strain for that. Nobody's doing ranged attacks against me. Probably. It's unlikely. Yeah, now, now that we're in melee, I don't think he's going to throw anything at me. If Ward were to throw something, he'd be just as likely to hit Carl. Yeah. Okay, I'm just done. So now we have a skip or a Hillary. There's some mechanical way I can encourage everyone. I've gone full support class, and I don't know how to support in battle. I know how to clean up messes, but that's it. I think there may be a function of leadership skill lets you do something. I'd be willing to go with a leadership check to try and boost everyone up. Okay. Yeah, I would totally go with that. Do you have a better idea or something specific you want to do, Ron? I am happy to have you boost people before I try anything. Okay. Because I'm going for something weird. So Hillary is, you know in a way, toe-to-toe with an Inquisitor. He knows who this person is, and he knows what this person represents, and he knows most likely what will happen to anyone who crosses this person in the future. But Hillary still isn't prepared to step directly into battle, and part of that is because he doesn't think he can do anything useful. So he's going to look across to his friends and kind of takes, takes a quick breath. I know we don't have the training that he does, and I know that we don't have the tactics, but we know each other, we trust each other, and we have what it takes to make this work. 
focus, communicate. We're a team. Don't hesitate to ask for help. I'm here for you. And he's actually going to kind of step back to keep an eye on Ward. Rather than be in the middle of the melee right now. I'll watch your backs. Because if there's anything I can do that I'm good at, I can get in the way. I mean, that wasn't very inspiring Tagion there, but you know, he's trying. <laughs> he's kind of freaked out. I mean, fair. Um, I figured that, yeah, that would be a leadership check. And I'm going to go with how rattled you are and everything is going to be a one red, two purple check because I'm using a dark side point. Okay. Anybody mind if I flip it back to give myself a better chance? Go for it. Yeah, go for it. All right. Inspiring speech time. Oh, uh, let's do Destiny L. Bam. Double flipped. Flipamanjaro. You said that's a red and two purple? Yeah. A red and two purple, yes. Okay. Not doing anything for C, just trying to be inspiring at the force of my personality. Rude gestures! Oh, boy. Um... I mean, yeah, I get the rude gestures, but there's also that other thing there. Oh. Okay, I have I have <laughs> notions. First of all, uh, that that's notions. two fail, two advantage, one triumph. Okay. So, um, two advantage, taking some strain off. Okay, that's pretty fair. Uh, two fail. Uh, I'm apparently quite obviously not comfortable with what's going on here, and they're all very aware of it. One triumph, however, is my rousing speech doesn't work to inspire my teammates as I had hoped, but it's another twig at the back of Ward's brain that's kind okay. of showing him that there are ways to work together in an uncertain future. Yeah, I can definitely dig that. And then he, you know, like I said, he, he kind of turns. He does that thing where you turn kind of where you're facing your enemy until he's not facing him anymore, and then he kind of jumps back and is facing Ward. The lightsaber is up and out, but it's not, like, aggressively pointed at him. It's clearly a defense. Okay. Man, I should have asked if I could have aimed that. There was no time for a deep breath in that speech. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that was, a, that was a full action speech. Fair enough. I'm more charming than I am leadery. So Hillary has stepped back and is sort of kind of waiting to clean up the mess as things get going. Is that everything for Hillary? That's a, an action and maneuver. Okay. I guess so. Thought I would double check. Well, hold on. As a free action, I look across to Skip and I wink. And I give one of those trying to smile, but it's kind of very faltering. Like, we got this. <laughs> I hope. Why do Alina look so freaked out when they smile? <laughs> <laughs> it's the teeth. Yes, yes, it is definitely. They the look teeth. like a small right. rodent about to attack when they smile. Yeah. <laughs> then we get to Skippington. Indeed. All right. Skip takes a, just a, a tiny little beat of time to kind of 
squint at Hillary in this understanding sort of way. And then it's going to turn back in Carl's direction. You know what your problem is? There's many, but uh, one of them is that you're very obvious. Now, the obvious thing that you just did was try to throw large objects at me. What you didn't think about were the small objects. And with that, Skip is going to whirl a big cloud of sand around Carl to create a corrosive atmosphere. Ooh. I need to... I've done my math already. I need five points. Hmm. However they span. For range, to do the corrosive atmosphere, and to make it that Koba is not affected by the corrosive atmosphere. In Kish? Oh, then I need six. <laughs> yeah. Fair. It's okay. Kish can so- take it. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay, well, I have two light side, two dark side, plus the one dark side for it being a virgin. I'm going to use all of them. Can I use all of them, or do you have to? Can you mix and match? You, you can. As long as you flip the light side point and take the yep. strain. Yep. Yeah, you can use however many dark side pips you, you have total. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm using five. I'm not including cash in that in the immediacy. <laughs> True create a painful corrosive atmosphere with tiny little sand particles just swirling around Carl trying to make little slices on any exposed skin it can reach I know that he's wearing a helmet but you know there's small little pieces he does have a lightsaber gash you know and oh yes and, and a corrosive sand. atmosphere doesn't just mean atmosphere that's dangerous to breathe. It- like hundreds of tiny cuts from whirling sand. Yeah, you're sandblasting them. Yes. Uh, which is why I'm very happy to use dark side points for this, because Skip just doesn't care anymore. <laughs> Unfortunately, Koba is not affected by the corrosive atmosphere, but uh, Kesh will be, because I'm okay. not quite sure how concentrated i can really make it on carl i think the point of that strength thing above it is that people who are engaged with the thing that's getting the corrosive atmosphere will also be affected by it is how i'm reading it the corrosiveness of it is three i think three damage each each turn or whatever each turn so a rating three corrosive atmosphere is like equivalent to flame from a flame projector Oh, yeah, it should be very painful. Like I said, hundreds of tiny cuts, especially if they're coming at fresh wounds. I thought about this maybe too much between last episode and this about how to hurt him. But the the (laughs) mechanical outcome is that while you're in a corrosive atmosphere, you suffer wounds equal to its rating each round. Unless, of course, you have appropriate protective gear for whatever the, like, theme of it is, right? So... I mostly just wanted to get his helmet off so that, you know, maybe I could unpretty his face a little bit. <laughs> unpretty. Is that the technical term? <laughs> yeah. It is. Fair enough. And then 
because it is still my turn. I'm an Ataru Striker. I know this is a surprise. I have Quick Draw. So uh, as an incidental, after Skip has started swirling all of this sand around to do as much harm to Carl as possible, they will then ignite their axe. Cool. And move on to the next player. What can I say? Carl was right. He just missed. Okay, so we'll do Carl first. So with all this and getting a Carl, doing the three damage to him, because I am figuring that, sure, least for this round, absolutely. Yeah, it's duration of power, which I think is defined by the power as just until the user's next turn unless a, a die is committed, if I recall correctly. I mean, you at least get six damage on him. I mean, I'm happy to commit a die. I'm trying to... Uh, com- yes, I can commit a light side point after successfully activating this power to sustain its effects. Yep, I'm doing that. I'm committing it. I'm very committed to hurting him with sand. So, at the moment, because of the sand, his vision is pretty much nil. Like, he is kind of in the middle of a dust devil, essentially, and uh, while the dust devil seems to be dodging around Koba, it's got Carl and Cash in it. What I think Carl is going to do, since he is at least a mild... Nah, he's not hurt enough for him to try and harm people. But he is definitely to attempt to electrify everything. Actually, no, he's not going to electrify. There is so much energy going on from the sand. He is going to try and bleed some of that off and heat up Cash. So unleash? Yeah, he's unleashing. Now this counts as an energy attack, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's probably not going to do anything unless he rolls abnormally well, but... It is, however, a ranged attack then, right? Yes. Okay, so my defense is only two on this one. Well, that was lucky. But he does have two threat, because of Ab. I've even got that written down somewhere. It is a discipline roll, so... Mm-hmm. Two purple and two setback. And then all of his force dice. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, all right. That could have been a lot worse. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it could have. The end result is one success, three light side, two dark side, and one threat. Just raw. Spending the two force points would get six damage, crit four. So six damage will not pierce the protect. Okay. As that shimmering, like, blue shield uh, just heats up, just glows like a brilliant red. Are you spending anything to increase the damage further? You'd have to get over nine to breach it. Yeah, it's because I'd have to get over nine that I'm thinking no. So I think it heats up and then it fizzles out on Kesh. We see it remaining on Koba and Hillary for the moment. So if he uses two light side point, it would then actually get enough to do some damage through. Yes, so he would. So he's at six right now. If he decided to spend all those light side points, that would what be nine more damage? It would be nine more damage, so it actually be six getting through. So it actually would be... Then your uh, soak actually starts... Which I would take a wound at that point. It's three strain, but I think it's actually worthwhile three strain. I mean, we are a thorn in his side. 
Yeah, since Carl's a dark side force user, he has to pay for the yeah light side pits. To use all the light side points. The exact mirror of all that stuff. So yeah, because of my my five soak, uh, Kesh then will take a wound off of that as when the shield burns away, her armor heats up as well. And uh, we have uh, her hissing in pain and like some of the steam coming up through the, the cracks in it. Not too bad, but still not pleasant. Carl's got his lightsaber out. He just did that. I don't think he's really going to do anything else. Mm-hmm. He's not jumping away or anything like that. It's So I am thinking that that is it for Carl's turn. Okay. So there's Ward. And Ward has seen Skip do the sandstorm thing. Hillary is given the speech. Kesh has used move to drag him close and even has a tinge of what Ward had previously done or what Ward's own power is. He see Ward feels a very familiar ripple within the force as Kesh is attacking and defending. So, because of all that, yeah, Koba's attacked twice and seems to be pretty competent. Since he's at medium range, he's going to be doing a saber throw at uh, Skip. Okay. That will count as ranged, right? Yes. That would be a ranged attack against Skip. He is not aiming because he might... He is probably moving. Actually... He would be stepping in closer, and as he does, he would be throwing the saber. It'd be pretty hilarious if we have another like climactic combat where Rin's character loses an arm. I'll be fine. I mean, I, I feel like we don't know enough about Skip to not know, or to know that Skip can't just regrow it, so. That's true. <laughs> Is there any way I can interrupt this? Not that I can really think of. Ugh. I've got stuff, don't worry. I just need to see what the role is. Yeah, stuff. Skip will be fine. This isn't even Skip's final form. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, he has to do 10 damage to hurt me. That's the number. It's going to be breach one, so your soap doesn't apply. Uh, I have Reflect. Does that also... No, Reflect does get in there. On his Ward's Foresight, uh, he had Dark Sides that he could use, which he did. He didn't want to perform an action right away. He gets a success off of that, too. Let's see what happens. Man, I wish I had Dodge. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, so saber throw. He has enough to make sure that it comes back. It is. He has an old school lightsaber. It does 12 damage, breach one. Okay, what's breach? Breach is the part that goes through 10 points of soak. Oh, gross. Okay, so yep. it's 12. Um, yeah, I have two points of reflect, so that means I can... I can take it down four damage, so that's that's eight damage. I take three strain. Yep. Ugh. Well. So so Ward throws a lightsaber at Skip, who is concentrating very 
hard at swirling all of this sand around Carl and has very pointedly ignored Ward, assuming Ward is just this old nobody, and that was Skip's mistake. However, the lightsaber does indeed slice through Skip, and there's a little bit of a falter as as Skip strains with the effort of trying not to let this stop the sandstorm and now Skip just stands there bleeding a lot concentrating on this sand in a lot of pain because mm-hmm. I did have to use the strain to reduce the damage that I did so yeah all right, I'm at 11 wounds and three strain. Cool. Neat. Fun. Ooh. But the sandblasting continues. But the sandblasting continues. <laughs> That's the important thing. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh my gosh. This is terrifying. I'm coming for you, I promise. I didn't realize I was that squishy. I didn't realize you were that squishy. I don't think you're that squishy. I determined everybody in this party is squishy except for Cash. I think I got like I got so excited looking at all those points from Reflect. I was like, oh yeah, I can just bounce four damage off. Whatever. Yeah. uh, Four four is a ton of damage. It is. I know we're all we're all squishy, but like Cope is at a thirteen. I just figured that was still like the the most squishy. I, I have no opportunities on any of my trees to make to make yeah. my wounds higher than 11. See, I thought, I thought it was Kesh, and then, like, the rest of us were squishy, but it was, like, skip Copa Hillary in order from, like, least squishy to most squishy. I don't know. I'm a frog. Frogs are fragile. <laughs> Fro- frogs are kind of squishy. That is a normal thing. I'm, in, I'm a frog in sand. I should be playing in a pool. Leave me alone. It's hard. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Ren's character gets trashed against the final boss. I'm not your DM. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So I'm going to finish that one out on account of it's like the last thing. And he does have five advantage. So one thing that's happening is he is wiping out any strain that he's got. I'm going with requires two. And he also has a Dantari crystal. It's really funny. That jerk, he has the same thing I do. I mean, if you've got extra points, you can use it. Recover strain. It's amazing. Yeah. So for that, he has three crit, or he has three advantage left over. And he is going to be using that on a crit, which gives us crit plus 20. What? <laughs> who said it? 45 minutes ago, who said it? You cursed Brandon. me. I'm pretty sure it was Brandon. Yeah, it was it me. It wasn't me. I take credit. <laughs> so, dear listeners, the result was 105, which is the maimed result again. <laughs> Do I get to pick? Or no, the GM gets it to pick. It says GM. Fine, yeah. fine, fine. I mean, we could make it worse. Either I roll a d4 or you, if you've got a suggestion. You know what? Let's leave it up to, to a d4. Let's let's just leave it up to a d4. 
Okay. Primary, secondary hand, right leg, left leg. Okay. For order of number. So left leg then. Left leg. Hey, at least it's it's not an arm. I mean, we had enough missing arms in this party, although we were close to all matching. No, that, well, that's that's narratively good. Okay, so yeah. this is the first leg I've taken. So ultimately, what we're looking at here is that Skip falls to one knee, and with the exertion of trying to not go unconscious and keep this sandstorm up, they're just squinting and holding out the sand and just focusing on keeping that up and staying alive. They're in shock. All they can think about is sand right now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. You can find me at Twelfth Night. That's one, two, T-H, night with a K. I'm at Ace Picorito, A-C-E-P-I-K-O-R-I-T-O. I'm at Ren Out of Time. A yes, fitting handle. Yes, you did. You, you are not allowed <laughs> to talk to me. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm at last lit GS. Just keep moving before there's murder done. And we're all at theheidianway.com, where you can find previous episodes. You can find more episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Plus, you can help us out by rating, reviewing, and subscribing. And there's another train, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not supposed to talk to Ren, so Christine, could you please tell Ren we're also on Facebook? <laughs> as the Hydean way. <laughs> and if he wishes, really, if anyone wishes, you can holocom us at heroes at the Hey, 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 Ren, Brandon wants you to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell Brandon that I don't have Facebook. However, if other people like what we do that aren't Brandon and want to support the show, but not support Brandon's character. Uh, you can find us at patreon.com slash the Heidi way, but specify in, you know, the notes that you don't want any assistance to be going to Brandon. It's very important to me. <laughs> or you can send the team some credits. I think the reason is obvious at uh, ko-fi.com slash the Heidi way. Also, I think we could all probably use a hug. Sends us some credits for some group therapy. <laughs> mm -hmm. what, what have we all learned here today, people? Lightsabers are dangerous. We've learned that's that why mine Brandon has a safety feature. Hypothesize that Ren's character is going to lose a limb because it'll be funny. Haha. -ha. I think that was more of a conjecture. Yeah. Leslie's right. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, okay, it's okay, Ren. Look, this was a thing for Brandon for a long time. It became a thing for me. Now it's a thing for you. Really, we're all growing closer yeah. as a result of all of this maiming. I it's have a thing all we my share. limbs. I think I need to get two more limbs for this to be my most maimed group. What is all of this? The Walking Dead? My goodness. Well, well I, I at least need to lose... What one more limb to have Kesh tie a uh, the character I've had that's lost the most amount of limbs? <laughs> yeah, fair. I'm still I'm still two limbs behind. 
<laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> okay, now everyone plays Anakin. Um, <laughs> I'm not even referring to There's Anakin. no fire. No, no, this was, uh, yeah, that's that might have been my doing. All in one, one episode. Yeah. <laughs> one session. <laughs> uh, yes. What is a antagonist? You know what I think? I think Kobe is the protagonist, and he's just protesting too much. I heard a, I heard, a, I heard a saying about that, about protesting too much. It was, yes. What is it? What, what was it? I don't know. I forgot it. <laughs> How very convenient. Well, well, protagonists are supposed to be broody, right? Yeah. This is the 90s. They use so, a lot of ellipses. A lot of ellipses. I don't know what's hip anymore, Koba. Either that or they're <sighs> always chasing girls. And since none of us are always running around screaming about, you know, girls, then we must be the protagonist from 8 with all the ellipses. And that is Koba. <gasps> oh no, does that mean that Koba's already dead? I don't know what we're talking about now. <sighs> Just spouting numbers and I, I feel like and punctuation. Koba has a bit more personality than that one. It's from a hollow game I played once. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay, but which one are you talking about? <laughs> you could be referring to two. I know which one you're referring to. I'm just continuing to make a joke. I think they should be our final entry on the fantasies for this one. Let's uh, move on. <laughs> 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 okay, that one was pretty good. Yeah. And a speck of something on top of it. Cash. You're a seer. What's on top of that TIE fighter? <laughs> what can, what's your cash I see? <laughs> is this jerk surfing on a TIE fighter? That 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 is what Mono it looks like. Surf! I <sighs> Yeah, that, that was that was Ren, not Skip. <laughs> that was... Is this a uh, a tie LN or is it a uh, tie advanced next one or V one? What? These are models of Tie Fighter. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Wait, you don't know the difference between a tie LN and a tie advanced V one? All right, just get your show note comments ready because. <laughs> well, well, my uh. Uh, I, I could try to see what this figure atop a TIE fighter is going to do, but at the current range, I doubt I'll get enough force pips to do it. <laughs> it is moving very quickly towards you. Technically, it's an advanced prototype. Uh, should we Ooh. grab some cover? It's advanced. I was going to say cut to the inside of the TIE fighter where Carl can just like watch us arguing about this <laughs> on the scanners, but he's on the roof. So, <laughs> ha! Maybe he's got uh, binoculars of some variety. It is possible that there's a pilot in there, but then, like, where did Carl come from? Did he just hold his breath? <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no. What it is is he's got to be riding on the top, and he's just he's controlling the Tie Fighter using like move or something. <laughs> he's just got these reins attached to the to the flight yoke. <laughs> That's a little tryhard, Kyle. Ka- Carl. Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> We're just going to start calling him Kyle from now on. Yeah. Bye bye, man. Oh, oh look, Kyle. everybody, it's Kyle. What can I say? He learned from someone. Yeah. He I'm sure sorry. did. Silly me, I didn't copy Soljo into my OneNote, so it's I'm having to jump between windows. 
Or do I have to jump between windows? I don't know. What do you foresee? <laughs> it's more forgiving than D&D. Okay. Please no soliloquies. Four score and seven years ago, I... I'll put away my script. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. It's number of strength upgrades. Not... So, I have two okay. strength upgrades. Ah. Oh, no, I, oh, no, I only have one strength upgrade. Shoot! Okay, I it's can okay, only... It's okay, it's okay. I, I, I will take it. I it's can fine. still only affect one ally. Okay, I can only affect it's, one... It's fine. I have uh, plenty of wounds. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't know what a corrosive atmosphere does in... I am very glad FFG that I've Star got Wars. the book oh, nearby yes. and uh, also between episodes to figure out what the heck corrosive, corrosive atmosphere means. Small area within the power's area of effect as area is no more than three meters across. The rate of the corrosive atmosphere is equal to the force user's current force rating. So it's three... Uh, so this lasts for the duration of the power. Um, I can choose a different patch each time, but uh, the corrosiveness of it is three. I think three damage. Uh, each each turn or whatever. Each yeah. So turn. corrosive atmosphere is a built-in rule that is just in all of the core books, but yeah. seldom used. So mm -hmm. somebody might have decided this power was the right time to use it. Um. And it's basically a catch-all for uh, the place you're in is uh, ha hazardous to your existence in a not necessarily suffocating -y way. Um, so a good comparison... So a rating 3 corrosive atmosphere is like equivalent to uh, flame from a flame projector. Okay, so like... It's just you suffer wounds every round. Like doing some of this for work, an actual sandblaster being in this stream of that seems about right for Oh yeah, it should be happening. very painful. Like I said, hundreds yeah. of yeah. tiny cuts, especially if they're coming at fresh wounds. I thought about this maybe too much uh, in between last episode <laughs> and this about how yeah. to hurt him. But the, the <laughs> mechanical outcome is that uh, while you're in a corrosive atmosphere, you suffer wounds equal to its rating uh, each round Unless, of course, you have appropriate protective gear for whatever the, like, theme of it is, right? So... I mean, there's a rumor that Cash could regrow it, but... Yeah, but Cash is old. Look, I kept trying. I thought we were going to do that plot point. Skip is young and full of happened. <laughs> oh, we have time. As the lightsaber slices into Skip, the sand falls to the ground at the same exact time as Skip does. Oh, wait, that was enough to take Skip down? Yep. Oh. Skip had damage previously? It, exactly. I had three wounds. I thought I was safe walking into this with three wounds and not dealing with it yet. Uh, uh, three plus eight is my 11 wound threshold. Yeah, math checks out. I hate this. <laughs> wait, just so that I'm clear, your wound threshold is 11? Yeah. So you would actually be up, but woozy. Like, if you take one more damage, you would be down. Yeah, you're not down until you're above your threshold. Oh, so I'm so I'm at 11. So that means I'm still standing at 11? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's different than anything I've ever known. Okay. Yeah, the I think the, th the point of confusion I see with the system a lot is that people treat wounds... Like they're counting down, like HP, but that's not how it is. 
but so it makes it weird that you're well, still I assumed up at zero. That once you hit eleven, because I was counting up, but I assumed that once you hit eleven, yeah. that meant you went down. No, it's once it's exceeding your threshold. Definitely is getting everywhere. Good. I kind of like sand. Anyone <laughs> want to say something for us to exit the episode on? My poor froggy boy lost. Some guy being so bad at jumping now, and Skip likes jumping so much. You're just gonna have to jump on one leg from now on, Skip. I mean, I guess frog legs are on the menu tonight. You. <laughs> That's why you've got all that sand under your control. Can you just make a leg? Skip immediately <laughs> stops protecting Koba from the. <laughs> <laughs>